feel bad just right off the gate here, man. Come on. Let's go to the message this morning. A balancing act. Say that with me. A balancing act. Brand new series. Well, nothing I do is really new, guys. I have the same Bible. I look at it from different angles. And I'll look at it. That's why I preach in series and different subjects. Because the Bible is like a diamond. It's amazing. That's why it might speak to me one way and you another way. That doesn't mean the Bible's always being interpreted differently. No, that's bull. It means it's so rich that you can't really ever get to the depths that it goes. It's incredible. For one, you might look at a passage, it brings pain. That same person might look at that passage and it brings joy and happiness. It's just crazy. And that's what I do over all these years. We keep preaching the Bible. Keep looking at it from different angles. And that's what we'll do in this little series called A Balancing Act. Finding the balance in family. Between Mother's Day and Father's Day, all the message in this series are going to focus on the family. Amen? So let's go with this one starting out today. Because there ain't nobody like Mama. I'm telling you that right now. Amen? Nobody like Mama. Let's look at it today. Here we go. Let's see what we can find, Rog. And if this is your first time with us or you're watching online, welcome, welcome, welcome today. We usually have hundreds and hundreds watching us. Facebook us right now, if you don't mind, if you're watching online. Let us know where you're watching from. And we have them all over. And maybe give us a word of encouragement. We'd appreciate it. Now, if you've got something bad to say, keep it to yourself, okay? I could care less about all that. Here we go. A new balance. Say that with me. A new balance. That's what Jesus brought to this world. He came to seek and to save that which was lost. And it won't just men. He didn't just come for the boys. You understand that? Yes or no? And so we want to talk about it today. A new balance. That's what he brought. Because when he came to this earth, I'm going to tell you right, not only was sin going crazy and religion was nuts, but... It was also crazy the way people looked at women and the way they treated women, and it's still so crazy today. All right? So we'll see what we see today. See what we can find as we unpackage here a brand new new balance that Jesus brought. Jesus, say it with me. Jesus brought what? To who? Now, I need you to talk to me. You need to help me. You'll learn. You'll go, wow. When you leave, you'll say, I learned a lot. But you got to help me. Let's keep looking. He brought balance to women because it was out of whack. He didn't have any balance. I mean, there was no balance for the women. He taught this. He taught balance for women. Let's just keep pushing me, buddy. The most striking thing, I'll just read a little bit. You help me as, you know, I ask. But the most striking thing, listen to this. My message, my words, the most striking thing about the role of women in the life of Jesus Christ is that they were there at all. Did you just hear me? When you read your Bible and there's a woman in the story, you ought to go, wow! Isn't that different? But see, we don't. Because we're, you know, we're, we're latecomers to the party. But when he came, it was radical. It was crazy. Alright? So that's the biggest thing, that they were there at all in his crowds. In the spotlight, in his stories, Jesus broke tradition because of culture and religion not recognizing the value and equality of women. Am I a feminist? No, I'm not. I'm conservative as a day as long. Listen, I am. 
so much of the speeches after President Trump was elected president, some of the women and what they said, the crap that came out of their mouth. Are you hearing me? That march on what? Y'all remember that, yes or no? It was appalling. It was, it was defiling. It was awful. Are you hearing me? That is not what Jesus brought. Okay? Ladies, let me say something to you. You got somebody better than Madonna or somebody like that that speaks for you. His name is Jesus Christ. Did you hear me say? And the church of the living God. You hear me? Crazy. Amen. And Ashley Judd, if you're listening, you're pathetic, okay? With your vile mouth. However, you are you're a great person, and maybe you'll get this. Hello. And you matter, and you have value. And Jesus loves you, and I love you. I just don't like that kind of talk, okay? We cool? Y'all listening or not? Now you're going to go online and listen, aren't you? Get ready. Get some earplugs. So we're not talking about feminism. I'm, and and a, we are talking about it. But I, I'm telling you what, I'm raising the bar higher than they're raising it today, guys. I'm raising it where Jesus has it. You just let's look at it today from the Bible. Let's see what Jesus says about women. The holy, spotless son of the living God. He was incredible. Jesus treated every woman he met as a person in their own right. Now you might say, well, that's, that, that's normal. That... Guys, you've got to remember the culture. Let me give you an example. You know how Islam treats women today? That's almost how all women, when Jesus came to the culture, and that's Judaism, Islam, they were all treated like that. Do you understand that? Christianity, Jesus Christ, has liberated women. But unfortunately, much of the church has still kept its thumb on the woman. I was in a conservative church for years, and I thank God for that church. Thank God where I got saved. But if you were a woman, you could work in the nursery, and you could work in the kitchen, and that's it. Oh, and by the way, we're going to tell you how to dress. Or what? Nursery. Yeah, that's where you worked? (laughs) Here we go. Nursery or kitchen. Okay? But also, you had to wear a dress. Is that right? Yes or no? Bible does teach it. We're modest. Here's our, here's our rule at fellowship. Ladies, come covered up, okay? It's hard for me to preach if you're not, okay? That's all. We got a simple rule. That's the rule, okay? And by the way, follow the same rule for you. How about that? Yes or no? Amen. Say. It wouldn't be hard for me to preach if you're not covered up. It'd make me throw up, okay? You hear what I'm saying? But let's go. I knew I was going to get sideways, and I'm already making enemies at the beginning of my message. I didn't want to do that. This is what I want to do. I want to get back to Jesus and off of me. There's no recorded instance where Jesus ever disgraces, belittles, reproaches, or stereotypes a woman. Not one in the Bible. Did you hear me? That is, your, that is how much you're valued, ladies. And that should be, by the way, that should be how you expect to be treated. By your husband? Got several young women in the audience today. Let me tell you something. This is how a man is supposed to treat you. Oh, and by the way, you're supposed to reciprocate the same way, though. You understand? Yes or no? See, that's called equality right there. Amen. Say. Where we both matter, we both have value, and the ground is level at the cross. Amen. Yes or no? Amen. That's, that's, the, that's the greatest equality. So, never one time. Jesus always encouraged and affirmed women. 
as you read the New Testament. You might say, well, so he, you know, he's the son of God. I'm just telling you to the average Joe or even the fellow that was running religion and even government at the time, this was nuts. Y'all hear me or not? So keep that in mind. Of all the founders of all major religions, Jesus Christ stands alone as the one and only one who did not discriminate against women. I'm, I'm just sorry. Listen. Women who are followers of Muhammad and Islam, why don't you get a book and read how he treated them? You can do that. Why don't you look now and see how you're treated? Well, the problem is now, if they buck the system, they'll be killed. Yes or no? And isn't it funny how the men can do what they want and even kill people? And when they get to paradise, they get 80 virgins. If that won't rope my men, I don't know what was. Yes or no? Say. And the women, what? You, you know, no, 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 no. You, you don't get them. You don't get no fellas. Crazy. Y'all listening or not? I know you think, boy, he's really ugly today. I don't care. Here we go. This is a big deal to me. You that know me, who do you think was the one person that meant the most to me in my whole life? One, two, three. My what? My mama. You think I'm not going to stand for women? My mama's right now in heaven. Great cloud of witnesses. She's enjoying this message and she's saying, go get them, Gary. That's why I love you ladies here. I love the hugs I get. Like today, Martha, I got to just, you just hugged me and I hugged you. You're just, I don't know, it's just something about, I know I matter to you and you matter to me. And then you told me your daughter was here. And I snuck up behind her and hugged her. Because you matter. And my mother is proud of me for that. Amen? And you, I love you. You know that, right? You too. You know this. Are you knowing this? Yes or no? Sure you do. And I'm not having to make this up on the fly. Women matter. This is the message today. Jesus' words and actions never, never uh, they, uh, words or actions never encourage the disparagement of women. He never would be for someone mistreating a woman. You understand that? Keep looking. Jesus Christ's ministry was not limited to particular groups or persons. But to who? Who would what? Had somebody called me this week. Guys, I am a conservative. I believe the Scriptures. If the Scriptures say a certain lifestyle is not right, I believe the Scriptures. But somebody called me and asked me if a person with a certain lifestyle would be welcome here at our church. Absolutely. Why not? Okay? Doesn't mean I agree with that lifestyle. At all. Not at all. And Jesus doesn't. Period. But he, what's that got to do with love? What's that got to do with me loving you or Jesus Christ loving you? If I don't love you to him, that, that's crazy. And I'm going to let him work on you. Let his word, let, it, let his word hide in your heart and see the change it has made in your life. Amen? 
I don't agree with a lot of people's lifestyles. The biggest one I have the biggest problem with is with men who cheat on their wives and women who cheat on their husbands. You want to know what Gary hates the worst? That one! Did y'all hear me, yes or no? How many have been on receiving end of that and it feels horrible? Let me see your hand. And I don't want you to be comfortable here hurting people like that. You hear me, yes or no? But are you welcome here? Yes, you're welcome here. And I'm going to love you and I'm going to talk to you just like I do. And I want to see Jesus Christ change you. Change me, Lord. That's what I want. Amen? So, but he never preached the disparagement of women or others. And just because he didn't do that, now we think he agreed with everybody's lifestyle. That's not at all what he says. There's just no place for hate and belittling people. You understand? To bring them to, to Jesus. How about if I belittle you and I put you down and treat you like trash, and you'll come to Jesus and get saved? Nah, I don't think so. Amen? I still ain't got to the message. When a woman, this is great right here, when a woman looks at all the major religions, she can honestly only conclude that Jesus Christ is the only one who totally values her as someone who was fearfully and wonderfully made. That's all you got to do, ladies. You just look at them. You just be a student out there of different religions, and you'll run to Jesus. Incredible. Now, here's one of my quotes. I'm going to be famous one day. Oh, that was my quote, right? I told you. I told you. I didn't even know I said it. I liked it. Say it with me again. When a woman looks at all the major religions, she can honestly only conclude that Jesus Christ is the only one who totally values her as someone who was fearfully and wonderfully made. Who said that? I did. So what did Jesus bring then to the, to the world? He brought a new balance. And like, young man, I see you here. Beautiful young man. This is how we're to treat women. What I'm fixing to show you. Amen? I love this. No one took the time with me and taught me. I saw Mama get mistreated. and That's not the way woman, women are to be treated, guys. Amen? Yes or no? Let's learn today from the Master. Oh, great stuff. Here we go. Jesus reached out to many, many women, and we're going to look at some of them. Most were, look at it, inconspicuous in the Scriptures. Most of them were silent sufferers. They were unnoticeables, and they were untouchables. When you look at the women that Jesus touched... He didn't go to the queens. He didn't go to the this. Not that he didn't love them. But it seemed like they had plenty of people. He went to the ones that had nobody. I love him for that. Let's start out with this one. I'll spend a little more time on a couple of them, but I got about five. But I won't spend a lot of time on all of them. But this woman really matters to me. The hemorrhaging the woman that was hemorrhaging blood. How'd you like that to be your life? For years, her menstrual cycle wouldn't stop. 
That's who she was. And the culture said, you're unclean. You can't be around us. And I don't know, I'm not there back in history, but they didn't have the wherewithal to do with today back then. They didn't have it. I'm sure they had something, but it was a curse on this woman. A certain woman which had an issue of blood for 12 years had suffered many things of many physicians and had spent all that she had and was not a bit better. But she rather grew what? Worse. When she heard of Jesus, I heard of this man. I heard people are getting healed. I heard he cares for people. She came in the press. That won't see any in her fox, okay, guys? That was the people. The people. There was such a crowd. Everywhere Jesus went, there's a crowd. There's a crowd. There's a crowd. And she went in and she came in the press behind. So here's the press. They're all gathered around. And plus, she wouldn't have been one of the first ones to get there early. Why? Because of her condition. It was noticeable. It was a problem. So she came in late, most likely, on purpose. And she, she tried to get through the people and to touch him. By the way, when you had this condition, women, you were not to be touched. You were unclean, not to be touched by a man. You understand that? Yes or no? For she said in her heart, I've tried everything. If I may but touch, touch his clothes, I'll be whole. And straightway, the fountain, fountain, can you say fountain? Of her blood was dried up. And she felt in her body that she was healed of that what? That plague that had been on her for 12 years. And Jesus, now here's the cool thing. Now look, now if Jesus, I mean he cared for women anyway, you know, that, that happened, that was beautiful. But that didn't suffice with Jesus. He loved women so much that he put himself out there. She had been criticized, put down like a dog. Why? Because she has a medical condition. That's pathetic. Yes or no? Amen. Say. And so here's what he does. And Jesus immediately, he didn't have to do this, immediately knowing in himself that some virtue went out of him. He knew that this person touched him and he felt this healing come to her. And she turned about, he turned about in him in the press of the crowd to see and said, who touched my clothes? And can you imagine the crowd? Oh, another healing, another healing, another healing. And oh boy, the eyes go looking, don't they? Yes or no? They try to mimic this mess on TV and it's a bunch of bulls. Excuse me, y'all hear me? Yes or no? 
I'm sorry if you don't like that. If Gary had the power to heal, I would never, you would never see me here. I'd be at hospice. I'd be at hospitals. I'd be nonstop 24 hours a day. I'd sleep and I'd drink energy drinks and sleep on 30 minutes. Because I'd want everybody to be healed. And I wouldn't just do it when the cameras are rolling. Y'all listening to me? Yes or no? Jesus is the real deal. And I love Him. And I hope me talking this way to you gets you to love Him more. That's my goal today. His disciples said unto Him, You see the crowd thronging. It's like a ton of people here. And you're asking us who touched you? Oh, like everybody. <laughs> Amen. And he looked around about to see her. Can you say her? Oh, that was our first. <laughs> Remember, he's doing this on purpose, guys. Hope I'm not boring you to tears here. He looked around to see her. Amen. That had done this thing. Keep looking, Raj. But the woman fearing, I guess so. She's not fearing because of him. She's fearing because of what she's lived through her whole life. She's fearing because of what they're going to say about her. She's fearing because she's always tried to be invisible. But she had this thing that everybody could see. And the worst thing she wanted that day was to be made the center of attention. You believe that, ladies? Yes or no? But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing that was what was done in her, came and she fell down. She fell down right before him. And she told him all the truth. She didn't have to lie and cover up and hide and deny. Doesn't that feel nice? That's how Jesus treated women. And he still does. And he said unto her, this is incredible. Daughter! Your faith hath made you whole. Go in peace and be whole of your plague. Amen? So, that's the first one. Let's look. So, Jesus, what did I learn from this? Well, first of all, Jesus practiced touch. Say that with me. Jesus practiced touch. Now, guys, I understand that you can get into a problem when you're always hugging on people and touching on people. I understand temptation and things like that. I understand that. But you know what? I'm going to be a, a touchy pastor. And I'm going to be a hugging pastor. Amen? And I'm going to love my wife. You understand that right there? That's the woman I'm going to love. And, and all that good stuff, baby doll. But anyway, that's the woman right there. But you matter. If I can go up to a man and shake his hand and hug his neck, I can go up and shake your hand and hug your neck. Now I understand that makes some people uncomfortable. But it's a, it's a choice I have made. Jesus practiced touch. You understand that? Yes or no? That's what he did. He touched people. He put himself in places where people could touch him. One thing I despise about a lot of preachers, they don't ever get touched. They don't let themselves get in a place where they can be touched. They're an untouchable. Don't put me up there on the untouchable. I'd die if I couldn't have touch. I would, I would just shrivel up if I couldn't be with people. That's why I go to McDonald's every single day. I was there this morning. Already hugged some people at McDonald's this morning. Amen? Love it. Love it. Love it. 
Jesus, he taught me this. According to traditional religious teaching, watch this. A woman who was menstruating or hemorrhaging blood was considered defiling to a man. Religious teaching. She touched Jesus. It's amazing. When you're a person that practices touch, how many touches you will get. And it's beautiful for me when I'm around this town, because this is my town. When I'm around this town, not Christian folks, many of them, they'll come over and hug on me. You know what that does for me? Just lets me know I am making a difference. You know? And so she touched him because she thought she could. Two things happened when she did. The hemorrhaging stopped, but something else happened. If you don't read the story careful. She was also found out. She was all for that hemorrhaging being stopped. But I'm sure she did not want to be found out or made a spectacle. Understand? But that's what happened in this story. The disciples tried to brush the incident aside. Remember? Ah, what are you talking about? We don't know. There's a lot of people here. Who touched you? We don't know. But Jesus pressed for her identity on purpose because he was trying to teach us all a lesson. Are y'all listening or not today? This is what happens when you read the Bible. Slow down, look, look at angles, look at it, learn, look at your culture, look at how he was living. See what you can find that can change your life. She was identified publicly. Wait a minute, but something else happened in the story. She was, she was, say this with me, she was treated as what? Help me now, she was what? Treated as what? Worthy and what? Well, look at that. Isn't that awesome? You know what I love today? Looking at the ladies as y'all are nodding your head. I love that. And just to me, that is my reward today to get to see your nods. I knew I was going to be loved for this message. I knew that. Man, I should have done this one on my birthday. She was blessed with healing, and she was what? Encouraged. I'm going to tell you something right now. Mohammed, imposter, a vile man, would have never done this. People ought to run to Jesus. This is who he is. And by the way, this is who he still is. He's the same yesterday, today, forever. He never changes. Jesus Christ showed incredible love for the what woman? Let's look at another one. I could do this all day, but we ain't got all day. Jesus brought new balance. Keep looking, Raj. Push me on this one. A 12-year-old daughter of Jairus. A 12-year-old daughter of Jairus. While he yet spoke, there came from the ruler of the synagogue's house certain which said, Thy daughter is dead. Why troublest thou the master any further? And as soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, he, be, he said unto the ruler of the synagogue, Be not afraid, sir. You only believe. You only believe for this daughter who is dead. Keep looking. And he suffered no man to follow him, save Peter and James and John, the brother of James. And he comes to the house of the ruler of this synagogue, and he sees the tumult... And all those that's crying and weeping and wailing over the death of this daughter. And when he was come in, he says unto them, Why make you this ado and weep? That's a dumb question. Because the girl's dead, okay? 
But he says, the damsel is not dead. She sleeps. Now, when somebody dies to us, they're dead. But with God, they're sleeping. Amen? Because he holds the keys of death and hell and life. Our God does. And they laughed at him. They went from wailing. And can you imagine the scene? They went from wailing. <laughs> That's crazy. Who does that at a funeral? You know, right there in a the home when somebody's died. They start laughing. And then they start scorning him. Hang in here with me. But when he had put them all out, get out. That's how Jesus talked, I believe. Not get out, nice people. No, get out of here. Gone. He put them all out. He takes the father and the mother of the damsel. Do you love your Lord or not? This is awesome. He takes the mother and the daughter, the, the father and the mother of this damsel, this little girl, and them that were with him, and they entered in where the damsel, the little girl, was lying. Keep looking. And he took the girl by the hand and said unto her, Talitha Kumi, which is being interpreted, saying, Damsel, I say unto you, Arise. And straightway the girl arose and walked, for she was the age of 12. Can you believe this? Did Jesus love kids? Somebody tell me. Did Jesus love little girls? Would he hurt little girls? Never. Matter of fact, he said, if you hurt a young child, it's best for you that a millstone, they weigh about 2,000 pounds, be put about your neck and buried in the uh, depth of the sea. That's what Jesus thought about men, women, whoever, who abuses children. Did you hear me? Yes or no? He's pretty clear on it. You abuse a child, no second chances with Jesus. Did you hear me? Yes or no? Yes or no? You might think that's a little tough. Sorry. Talk to him about it. He loved kids. And straightway the damsel arose and walked, for she was the age of 12, and they were astonished with great astonishment. Hello. Amen. Come on. Incredible. And he charged him straightly that no man should know it and commanded that something should be given to her to eat. I find it funny today, the people that are so-called faith healers on TV, they want everybody to know it, everybody to know it. Send me your check. Jesus, when he healed people, so often he said, don't tell anybody. Oh, and by the way, don't ask him for a check. We have so changed, haven't we? I'm sorry if that's busting your bubble. She was the daughter of a synagogue ruler. Keep looking quickly, quickly. Jairus pleaded this man. Jesus went, and people mocked him for doing it. But that's all right. Jesus loved this little girl. Jesus took her hand. The girl sat up. Jesus said, get her some lunch. Amen. Jesus Christ showed incredible love for the who? So outcast woman, little girl. Y'all getting a message today, ladies? Now, I could do this all day with you. A widow's dead son. A widow. And it came to pass the day after that he went into a city called Nain. And many of his disciples went with him and much people. And when he came nigh to the gate of the city, behold, there was a dead man carried out. Say it with me. The only son of his mother. And she was a widow. She lost everything. Husband's dead. Now the boy's dead. And much people of the city were with her. And when the Lord saw her, 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 words that had never been spoken really, her, she mattered. 
He had compassion on who? Her, her. I know I'm a nut today, but that's the way it is. And he said unto her, weep not. And he came and he touched the, how do you say that word? Fire? Yeah, that's a word I don't know. I know briar patch, but that's about it. Buyer, somebody tell me, is that like the forehead? Does anybody know? Can I get me an English major somewhere? What is it? You think so? Well, we're not sure. That's okay. And they said that bear him stood, and they that bear him stood still. So you're probably right. What they're carrying him on and what he's laying there. And he said, listen, young man, I say unto you, arise. And he that was dead sat up and began to speak. And he delivered him, say it with me, to his what? To his mother. Oh, Jesus. And there came a fear on all. And they glorified God, saying that a great prophet is risen up among us, that God hath visited his people. And this rumor of him went forth throughout all Judea and throughout all the region round about. Just looking at Jesus and women in the Bible today. Say it again. A coffin. Thank you for the cell phones. I need to remember that if I screw up here on this stage, y'all can fix me in just a couple of minutes. All right, good. We figured that out today. Good. I'm sorry I don't study every little word sometimes. Okay, whatever. Here we go. This was a widow from a small hillside town. Just follow along with me real quick, not long. Jesus noticed the grieving widow. Jesus said, Arise. Jesus gave the widow back her only son. Okay? So, what did we see? The outcast woman, the little girl. Say this with me. Jesus Christ showed incredible love for the who? Are we seeing a pattern? Now, notice this never happened before. In history. Period. Women. You did not matter. Sorry. New balance. He straightened this out. A young handicapped woman. This is very interesting. Jesus was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. and Remember on the Sabbath. Say Sabbath. And behold, there was a woman which had a spirit of infirmity 18 years. And was bowed together. All crippled up. And could in no wise lift herself up because she's all crippled up. And when Jesus saw her, he called her to him and said unto her, Woman, thou art loosed from thine infirmity. And he laid his hands on her, and immediately she was made straight. All that crippling made straight. This is how Jesus healed people. I try to tell these people about healing these days. When Jesus healed, they didn't limp when they left. They didn't have to come back Wednesday night. You understand? Yes or no? Amen or oh me. And there was no strings attached with a check. You understand me? Yes or no? Church, wake up, man. This is, this is the one we need to serve and look up to and love. Don't put anybody else on a pedestal but Him. Amen. Say. He called on her and said unto her, Woman, thou art loose from your infirmity. He laid his hands on her and immediately she was made straight and glorified God. But watch it. This is very interesting. This gives you an insight into the culture and the ruler of the synagogue. 
answered with indignation. Can you say that word? Indignation. Because that Jesus had healed when? So here's a woman all crippled up. He heals her on a Sabbath. And the joker in charge of the joint has indignation because you healed on the Sabbath. You know what I want to do with a guy like that? I want to punch him straight in the face. How many other men are with me? And some women too. How many we just want to punch him in the face? We'll ask for forgiveness later. Why? Because Jesus healed on the Sabbath day and he said unto the people, There are six days in which men ought to work. In them, therefore, come and be healed. And not on the Sabbath day. That's all I need is some joker standing in judgment over Jesus. You had six other days. Why didn't you do it? Pop in the face. You know that's the truth. The Lord then answered him and said, You hypocrite! He didn't pop, but he used his words. Doth not each one of you on the Sabbath day loose his ox and his ass from the stall so that he can go get him some water? What do you do on the Sabbath day? You leave your animals out there to thirst to death and starve to death? You unloose them go let them get a little water on the Sabbath day. They matter on the Sabbath, don't they? They got life on the Sabbath. Don't they go supposed to live today? Don't they need some water today? It's hot out there. He, t- he spoke plain English here. And ought not this woman being a daughter of, say daughter of Abraham, daughter of Abraham, whom Satan hath bound, lo, these 18 years be loosed from this bond on the Sabbath day? Doesn't she matter as much as an ox to you or a donkey? Not really, not in that day. And when he had said these things, all his adversaries were ashamed. I love that. And all the people rejoiced for all the glorious things that were done by Jesus. What we learn? Jesus was teaching in the synagogue on the Sabbath. Jesus saw her. Jesus said, you're free. Jesus touched her. Keep looking. The young woman was rebuked and berated by the religious ruler. We saw that. So guess what Jesus did? He rebuked and berated him. Y'all hearing that or not? Boy, they wanted to kill Jesus. When he, got, when he was crucified, oh, he knew. That's why he came, to die for you. But while he was here, he was going to stand up for people. I love that about him. He affirmed her in the synagogue. You couldn't have been more Grand Central Station than that. And on the Sabbath, say this with me, as a what? Daughter of... You might wonder why I keep having you do that. You'll see here in a second. This is the only reference to a woman as a daughter of Abraham in your whole New Testament. And who did it? Jesus. Ladies, how you feel about the Lord today? You love Him? Good. And some of you are just newly saved. You're growing in the Lord. I want you to get it straight, who it is that saved you, who it is that loves you. All hell can come against you, and you can still make it with Him. Amen? Jesus showed incredible love for the oppressed young woman. Rod, you're killing me. Jesus brought new balance, and we're done. Let's finish it. Jesus stood with the women when they stood alone. 
the prostitute in Luke 7, the sinful woman in John 4, the adulterous woman in John 8. Check it out sometime. Whether it was his own mother or his friends, Mary and Martha, or followers like Mary, Magdalene, Joanna, Susanna, or others, all in your Bible, Jesus valued and he affirmed women. This is our message today. Inconspicuous, untouchable, unnoticeables. Jesus loved them. Little girls, young ladies, women, single, married, or widows. This is the position that Jesus has. How should the church treat women? What does Jesus think? I think we pretty well nailed it today. You shouldn't leave here having any doubt whatsoever. You hear me, yes or no? I don't know what more I can do for you on getting this straight. Jesus brought what to the world? He brought a new what? He brought a new balance. And that ain't Jesus right there. Okay, I'm just saying. Amen. Every time I see that, I don't know what's coming out of my mouth. Amen. But anyway, let's thank the Lord for the message and that Jesus Christ loves women.